Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Have you ever tried to homeschool while moving to a new house? Or maybe you're in the midst of that now. Well, we want to talk about that on the podcast today. And joining me is my friend and coworker and experienced <laughs> homeschool and mover, yeah. <laughs> Laura Pitney. Yeah. You've moved 11 times since you've been married. Yes. And four or five times since we've been in the homeschool years. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bragging. By all means, <laughs> it was not easy. But you have survived. I have. Yes. And your kids yes. have survived. Yes. And I'm yes. sure you've learned a lot of lessons along the way. Yes. <laughs> I want to approach this um, from a few different angles, all right? The first one is the atmosphere that you keep yeah. or that you're trying to keep yep. during the whole process. Do you have any tips on, I know a lot of that atmosphere depends on mama's attitude. Yeah. Any tips on how to help us keep a good atmosphere? Yeah, that's a tough one because you're definitely right that most of the time the atmosphere of the home comes from the mom or the teacher, the main, you know, the main person there. Um, one thing that I have realized over the years is it's not necessarily where you're at, um, even though that does contribute to the atmosphere. But when it's school time and we gather around that table or we sit outside on a quilt, the people that are together is what the atmosphere is. And so that easily moves because it's us. It's not the building per se. And so... Um, Learning that, it helps me stay focused on, you know, it's not about all the boxes around me or the lack of things around me because sometimes it's an empty room that we're doing homeschooling in on the floor because we're waiting or we've already taken our table or whatever, um, is just the atmosphere that we as the family, when we sit down and it's that school time, um, that's the moment of, of us, of, of that atmosphere. And um, once I transitioned over that it's not about all the things around me, mm -hmm. um, it helped me be more content and happy in those moments when we sit down together. And like I said, even being established in a home, if we take our school to the park or go out in our field or something, you know, that's still that little sweet little atmosphere that we have. And so in the midst of the moving, if there are days when you're just tired and exhausted and you don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> or deal with anything. And so those are probably the days that I say, you know, today's not a good school day. You know, we're just not, you know, we're going to play outside today while I do stuff in the house. So just allowing myself that grace that it doesn't necessarily have to be every day like a normal season of school. We will do it and we will learn things in the midst of that move, but not, not, putting that pressure on me to to do it just like I would do it if we were settled. And so that helps me be a happier person, <laughs> which helps the atmosphere be better, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, so. but knowing that you'll make up that sure. schoolwork later in right. the year. Right. You might go a day right. longer into the summer, no right. big deal. Right. And, yep. and I appreciate how you said, I was focusing on mama's attitude, yep. but you said that the people in that group make up the atmosphere, yeah. that it's not all on mama. I mean, mama yeah. might set the sure. tone, sure. but 
helping our kids keep a good attitude, yeah. I suppose, has a lot to do with it. Have yeah. you had any breakthroughs in that area? I th and I think it goes back to that pressure. Yeah, knowing, mm -hmm. giving them grace that there's a lot of uncertainty, even though our family is solid, but just uncertainty of, is the closing date really going to happen? Or are the moving trucks really going to come on Thursday? No, we have to make it Friday. And so they're dealing with a lot of um, insecurities in that realm. So when they sit down to do school, I've got to be understanding that they may not have their A game, so to speak, because there's other things they're dealing with, especially the younger ones. Um, it's a big deal to move, at no, no matter what age you are, but for the children, not always to be able to express those emotions that they're feeling. Um, it may come out later, but um, so helping cultivate that healthy atmosphere, I've got to be understanding to them as well and maybe not put as much pressure on them to get it all done or perform like they normally would or, you know, we're going to do a light day today or, you know, just tweaking it to help cultivate that healthy atmosphere versus the nagging and the, the stress because it's easy for me to feel the stress of it and then that to translate to them and they bicker more or mm -hmm. um, they're less motivated to do the work, you know. Yeah. Well, so. which brings us to the second yeah. thing I wanted to ask you about is habits. Yeah. Keeping habits going, yeah. as Charlotte talked about, we do it during holidays as well yeah. as during school days. But sometimes habits are tied to a specific way your house is set up yeah. or a specific yeah. place in your house. And when that is in flux, yeah. just talk a little bit about how sure. you keep habits realistic and yet persistent. Okay, two things come to mind. Um, the first thing is I usually know when a move is coming. Like it's not necessarily, hey, today we're moving. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> That's coming. That's true, yeah. And so I try to plan ahead and think, okay, these habits need to be in place so that in two months or three months when we move, they'll easily transpose to the next place. And so habits like... Um, my children being responsible for their school possessions. Mm -hmm. So they may have a bucket or sometimes it's a shelf. And wherever that bucket or that little cubby shelf is, the habits of, of getting it, using it, putting it back still functions the same at the next location. That's so, true. Um, we were, <laughs> I say we were, this last time we were homeless for like three months. So, we moved out of our home, and we were in a transition location. So we brought our little buckets with us, which was the practical function of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then we moved out of that transitional location because our closing date was scheduled, and we had made arrangements, and then it got delayed, and it got delayed again, and got delayed That's again. That's so frustrating. So uh, about three weeks later, oh. well, I would say it's probably more like two, but a, a family in our church let us come live with them for those two, all six of us, you know, in that that two weeks. So we just took our buckets with us, and we just kind of put them in the corner of her dining room, and we would, again, the function of my children, that habit of, okay, go get your school bucket or your school things, whatever I would tell them to go grab, you know, they own that uh, responsibility to know where their school stuff was. They would go get it, we would use it, and then they would put it back where it goes. So 
the function of the schoolroom, so to speak, mm-hmm. was tied to us transporting that bucket or my older girls had their book bags. So um, the simplicity of just having the things we really needed. So that makes total sense that it's, I suppose it comes back to a habit that only works in one location isn't a very helpful habit. Right. You have to have a habit that you can take with you wherever you go. Right. And that made sense that the school belongings were portable. Yes. So they were responsible for this wherever it might be the core habit is you're responsible for this. Right. So the habits of the children, you know, owning up to their possessions. The other thing was as much as possible, we would try to keep the same uh, schedule or routine during that school time. So um, whether it was at the in-between locations or at the friend's house, it was, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to do our scripture memory and we're going to sing our hymn and we're going to have a word of prayer. Okay, and then I'm going to sit down with Chloe and we're going to do her reading lesson. You know, it's the same schedule of what we would do in our normal home. So that habit of um, knowing that, um, you know, this school day, we're going to do this. It wasn't a surprise to them what I was asking them to do. That remained the same too. So that um, habit for me to be disciplined, mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to stick to that routine, helped help the children in the best way and also helped that atmosphere because they weren't flustered or frustrated that I'm throwing something new on them, you know, so just being prepared, letting the children own that responsibility. So creating those habits of um, what expectations I have for them. And then for me (laughs) to stick with the habits that I've created for myself of this is the order we go in, or this is, you know, what we do four days out of the week or whatever that looks like, just that, that discipline of habit for me. And <laughs> whether it was morning, afternoon, dinner time didn't matter because moving is crazy. So I didn't lock myself down into a certain time of day. Now, overall, I function better first thing in the morning, get it done that way as distractions happen or things come up, I have the rest of the day. But I also didn't tie myself down to that because sometimes I needed to, I had commitments in the morning to go meet an electrician or, you know, there's just things outside of my control. So because you built your house yes, this yeah. third time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the third area. time, whatever <laughs> time it was. Yeah. I don't even know. That's true. It was more than third time. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, was, I was thinking the third thing I wanted to yeah. talk about was lessons. Yeah. And, you know, some people say, just set them aside. Don't worry about yeah. them. Some people say, no, muscle yeah. through. Yeah. And it sounds like you're saying do both. what works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what works in your yeah. situation. Yeah. I mean, I think we've all learned that, I mean, life happens. Circumstances are always changing out of our control. And so I have taken the stance that if it's a day I can do school, I'm going to do school. And that way, when things do come up, it's okay because we're, we've been doing school all along. And I, again, I don't feel guilty for not mm-hmm. doing it when I need to be doing something else. So that's just kind of the stance that I've taken over the years is if today's a day we can do school, let's go ahead and get it done. You know, let's do it versus... Whether that's morning, afternoon, correct, or evening. Correct. Whatever that you, day. You know about what chunk of time yes. you're going to need. Yeah. Did you ever have to like split that chunk in half and we're going to do part of it in the morning and we got interrupted because yeah. the electrician called and I need yeah. to meet him now. Yes. So we'll finish up. Yes, that later. did. That definitely happened. It was, 
it's always harder to go back to it later. So again, mm -hmm. ha me having discipline to give them the best of me in that education side of things. So I, we did go back to it, not all the time, because it was a weakness of mine. I'm like, oh, there's so many things. But again, giving grace um, when it's needed. The other part of that is because moving is a big deal, whether it's your first time or your 11th time, uh, knowing that there's still good opportunities to educate and instruct and build relationships with your children, even in the midst of moving. I mean, the conversations we've had over packing up a kitchen or the, the manliness I give my son for helping me with that heavy object, you know, like just there's, there's such good things that your children learn through moving or whatever the trial of life is, you know, there's, there's always good teaching opportunities. So even if it was a day where it wasn't formal lessons, we were still together as a family, learning things together, talking about things. Or, you know, if I'd have my younger daughter uh, try to pack, I'd give her a job, you know, to pack up something. And, you know, she would have to number the boxes for me. Like this is one of four, two of four, you know, just, I tried to implement things that would help them understand what we were doing and why we were packing it a certain way or why why we were labeling it now and it didn't necessarily matter when we opened the box later on. You know, just taking those teachable moments, I feel like there was such value in that too. So it's not just kids get out of the way, we got to move. They were there next to me helping me because, first of all, I needed their help. <laughs> They're older now, so I'm like, yeah, I got lots of minions over here that <laughs> can boss around. Um, but I want them to understand that responsibility of taking care of a home. I mean, more than likely, they're going to be moving a couple times in their lives, you know, lives in their lives. So, you know, just helping them. I just don't want to just say school is only during lessons. Yeah. And I think that's just helped me stay positive about moving and all the stress that's involved in that. And, you know, there's good days and bad days, of course, but you know, just loving them and bringing them alongside me. And when I have a bad day, they know it. But then, you know, it's a, it, it's encouraging to me to see them kind of pick up when I'm not at my best, you know. And it's like a, a fruit of your labor, so to speak. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's all about keeping that broad picture of education, yeah. that it's the whole person. It's yeah. not just what we do with the books yeah. during school time, per se. And keeping those habits going and taking them with you, mm -hmm. it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> and building that relationship yeah. with your children. Yeah. That is, this is a prime time yeah. to make that happen. Yeah. Another thing, just last thing, yes. is it also opened my eyes to habits we needed that we didn't have. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Yeah. So, you know, for them to have certain disciplines or... For example... Well, that's a good, that's, that's hard to come up with. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, even just the habits of full attention. So for instance, if I needed to tell my, if my older daughters wanted to help me pack the kitchen, you know, there's a certain way some of the glass stuff needs to be packed. Mm -hmm. And so for them to be able to give me their full attention and follow my instructions, um, and they usually did well. You know, my son, on the other hand, that's something he needs to improve on. <laughs> Giving me his full attention and making sure he's listening to instructions and following it out. So a lot of times in the moving scenarios, 
I would see, oh, we should tweak that a little bit. Or you know what? That's a weakness of that child. So later on when we're settled, I need to revisit that. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of pointed out even just how we work together, some habits we should, or I don't want to say we should, that we um, could improve on, that we need to improve on. or implement or teach, you know, so yeah. that, that's a, that's something to look for too. And, and keeping a positive attitude yeah. about that, I could see how it'd be easy to look at that and say, oh, I failed. Yeah. I'm, I'm a failure at Which that. Which I've totally said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, being able to look at that and say, okay, I'm glad that this trial, as you said, this situation has brought to light that we need to work on this a little bit more. Yeah. And Maybe we need to work on this more outside of school time. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're paying attention fine while our mama's reading. Mm-hmm. But outside of school time, we need to work on that more. And yeah. so we yeah. can make plans to do that. That's a yeah. great idea. Yeah. So it's all been good. I'm thankful for all the lessons that our family has learned. And, you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation as an encouragement to those other families because I know there's plenty of families out there that are in situations like ours, or maybe they're going to be moving, but, you know, just that the hope that that investment you have on your children and your family, that's what it is. It's your family and wherever that family is, you know, that can continue. It's not tied to the building or the place because those are so temporal, you know? Yeah. The house and the home are two different things. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.